1: You going to any concerts this summer, man?
0: I am. I'm seeing a concert in June, Hardy and Kit Moore.
1: Love Hardy. In
0: uh, Charlotte. I was so stressed getting the tickets. I'm going to be front row. I'm, gonna, I'm in the pit. When these tickets go out, man, I am online as soon as tickets open. I don't want to miss a thing.
1: Yeah, you, you know, you got to act quick. Yes. And when you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for a business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. Mm. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, and right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Junior.
0: ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Junior. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Jr. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
2: is a production of Dirty Mo Media. There he is. Come on in here, buddy. Have a seat. Hey, everybody. Glad you tuned in. It's time for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. Mike Davis, Dale Hart Jr. In the Bojangles Studio. We've got a great guest today. Well, how are you doing, Rip? I'm doing fine right now. This is every week, okay, (laughs) bro? Buckle in. Yeah. (laughs) You died on that hill. Your career died on that hill, and you were hard-headed. You're the bigger idiot. I didn't even think about it. You thought about it and didn't ask. That
3: makes
1: me the
2: bigger idiot. I think so. Hey, everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download, Wednesday, June 21st, episode 464. And we've got a great guest for you today, brought to you by Ally. Doing it right. Ally, do it right. It's our guest segment, Mike. Yes, it is. And uh, we talk about it every every week. Ally is a great supporter of our, um, our team here at Dirty Mo Media, and they bring us this guest segment every week. And yes, we have another Ally coming to the desk, and it's Josh Berry. Josh has a big announcement that he's making today. It's uh, you know it's probably the worst kept secret in the garage. We we you know it's it's cliche to say that, but it's true. Uh, everybody pretty much knows uh, that Josh is going to drive for Stuart Haas going into 2024, and he's going to you know come here and talk to us about it. I'm excited. I know a lot about what he's going to share with us, but. Uh, yeah, me and him haven't sat down and really dug into it. It's going to be a great conversation.
3: Yeah, we've had Josh on here many times, but never as the driver of the number four car, the yeah. future driver. Kevin Harvick obviously finishes out the year, and he, fin- Josh finishes that with us uh, in the Xfinity Series. But, man, what a day for not just Josh, but also you too, Dale, and, and this entire company, because I think we've all wanted this for Josh. Yes. Um, he's earned it. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and He's coming in right after talking to the company and, and that's you know, right. And that's gonna be something too. It was pretty emotional.
2: Yeah, he spends uh he spends a few minutes addressing junior motorsports and all the employees there thanking them for all the uh, influence and, and effect that they've had on his career and helping him get these opportunities. Uh, and then he's coming into uh, the studio. So let's just go ahead and get started. I think he's right outside the door. Let's bring him in. Josh Barry on the Dell Junior Download.
3: Congrats! Thank you. Thank big
4: day. You. Look at that shirt. New, new
2: shirt. Yeah, Josh Berry is at the table and uh, in the studio in the Bojangle Studio, and it's a big day for you today. Um, you're going yeah. to uh, you're going to make a big announcement that uh, you're going into the big time. <laughs> yeah. So this is like. As someone said earlier this morning, maybe one of the worst kept secrets in the garage, uh, and I kind of want to know. I went through this a little bit, but uh, and I've seen a lot of drivers go through it. Um, what has the last, you know, six months been like? Man, it's been uh, it's been
4: crazy, especially the last really four four to five months, I guess. Um, yeah, but first off, yeah, you know, it's a it's an exciting day for me. Um, it's an emotional day you know, moving, move, you know, I knew this being here was going to be the most emotional part, I hope. I hope, <laughs> uh, hope, hope, uh, I, hope I don't uh, get too emotional in front of everybody, I guess. But uh, yeah, I knew this would be an emotional part, you know, just thinking back all the times that we've had to he- together here. So, but yeah, it's exciting. Um, man, the, the last four or five months, right? Like you go, uh, I think, uh, you know, just to dive into it, I guess, you know, we, you know, my first conversations with Stuart Haas really began right before the season start. Most, most of the meetings that I had actually were before the season, mm-hmm. um, including, uh, you know, I sat with Tony at, at Daytona, um, right, you know, when we were there for the race. So this hasn't been ongoing for a little bit. You know, I don't think, you know, there was no, no, by, by no means anything finished, but, you know, just conversations had started and then, um, you know, we get to Las Vegas and, and chase's injury comes about and I, ne- I never will forget that day of of mike Bum- mike bumgarner coming and grabbing me you know he was my crew chief last year he's competition director here he comes and grabs me and pulls me out of the holler. he's like hey come over here and i'm like what are we doing and he's like uh <laughs> something's going on chase you know chase has an injury i don't know what it is but they want you to drive the nine car and and uh you know really from that moment on i'm like this is a full-blown audition right mm. and uh so from that from that moment on, you know, all through those weeks, you uh, you're balancing the the Xfinity team, you know, racing the Xfinity car, but also racing that Cup car, trying to manage that, and full in the back of the mind, you know that this is all, you know, you, you know that you're uh, you're auditioning for your future at the same time. So
2: you know that Stuart Haas has a lot of interest in you, and like you say, you're going to drive the nine car, a very good race car in the Cup series, and so you felt like. Your results in that uh, opportunity were absolutely critical to helping you secure this this opportunity.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I had my foot in the door, right, you could say. I'm sure that we, you know, they had a number of candidates that they were looking at for the for this. But, um, you know, I obviously was able to get my foot in the door before that. But I'm sure that the moment that they, they read the news, just like we all did, I think they realized, hey, well, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll, this will give us a great opportunity to see how this is going to go. And you know, filling and replacing uh, Kevin Harvick, right? I think jumping in that scenario, I think is going to be similar. And it was a great experience for me to learn, learn and grow, and, and how to manage manage that. Uh, I think that you know, ultimately, I feel like that 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 those races, and and I'm sure that they had some conversations with some people at HMS too. That that kind of you know just just cemented their. You know their thought that that I was the guy they wanted. What were
2: your conversations with Tony like?
4: Really laid back. Like I can't even really remember that we talked about racing much. We talked about everything—drag racing, <laughs> racing, sprint cars. Yeah. <laughs> it was—it uh, wasn't too much. Yeah, I think he just wanted to get to know me a little bit as a person and yeah. how I, you know, how I got here, right? And like my story and what I did, and that was really. It was fun. We sat
2: in his bus for a couple of hours. I feel like it was as well. Yeah. So, um, thinking back to your. Uh, early days in legend's cars at Nashville fairgrounds and you know trying to you just go out there and win your race uh at the local racetrack um did you let yourself dream about anything like this back then oh man it's hard to
4: even back then i don't know i think i i think back to when i was a kid more than anything right like um you know when you first you know first watching nascar I remember watching you know your you, know, you your dad jeff uh Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, all these guys have all the little diecast cars playing with them, you know. That's when you're a kid and you dream about like, you know, I'm first starting to race go-karts and stuff, you know, and I'm like, man, I want to that's what I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And just as you progress and and there's so much, you know, it's like the like the story that I just told about, you know, how we got here even with the situation with the nine, the amount of timing and and things that have to fall your way to get to this get to this point are so hard that as you get older and progress, like sometimes you maybe um I'm not going to say lose sight of that dream, but the dream, you know, you don't wake up every morning and be like, you know, when I, when I was racing your late model car, I didn't wake up every morning and be like, I dream, I want to be a cup driver. I, you know, you think about what you have to do and to go win the next race mm-hmm. or run, run, the next race. So you kind of lose sight of that, I think. Um, and you know, over those years when we, with all the racing we did, right? Like that's, that's who I became was a, you know, a short track racer. We, you know won all kinds of races together and and in championships and i think once uh you know my mindset you know, you, you kind of get that dream back whenever you step back into the expending series like i did and, and started having a little bit of success you kind of wonder what if, if if you can make the most of this you know yeah. if
2: these opportunities will come you know when you're racing at the you know at the cars tour level a late mile stock car and you're having so much success right and you would you would Uh, you know, you'd you'd run the cars tour. Uh, you went and won a national championship. You you know you every you just kind of checked all the boxes and at what you know I think we had a couple conversations um, at, at times about you know what your legacy was going to be right and I think what you know you say that sometimes you'd lose you wouldn't lose you know. Hope, there's always this sort of this glimmer, right? But there were times, I think, when you're thinking, you know, maybe it's just not happening to me. I remember us having a couple conversations where you were like, maybe that's just not what, what my fate is, right? Um, but then, uh, out of nowhere, as much it was as much a surprise to me, I think, as it was you, that we, were, we fell into an opportunity mm-hmm. to give you some chances in the Xfinity car. Take us back to that moment when, you know, I, I think, am I right in saying that you kind of had, you kind of were mentally preparing yourself to be a career short tracker, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and w- you walk into this building one day and 12 Xfinity races were handed to you. This, And you remember that moment?
4: Yeah, no, I mean... First off, especially I mean you're right. I think that I I had completely you know accepted that that I was going to be a career short track racer, and I hoped that I could race you know as long as I as I could or mm-hmm. I wanted to, or we could we could make it all work. Um, I had ex- I, I definitely ex- accepted that, and I think and I don't look at that as a negative, no, right? You, I mean there, yeah. I, I didn't at all, and I still. The only thing, you know, throughout this, um, you know, I get asked so many times like, was it frustrating all those years and the grind <laughs> and all this? And I'm like, man, it was it was fun as hell. Yeah. Like, you know, we raced, we built our race cars, they were fast. We whooped a lot of ass. We drank beer when we won. It was uh I mean, it was a blast. And yeah. I love and I loved that time and, and doing that. And um, you know, we just we just our motivation through those times was just like we're gonna just keep doing it. The next move, the next box, right? You win Martinsville, you win Cars Tour Championship, you win, um, you know, the Thanksgiving Classic, you win. Okay, well now let's go for the national championship. You win that. We just kept raising the bar for ourselves just to keep adding that, adding in that motivation. And um, but yeah, I remember you know we. Uh, I remember we we actually did did the podcast after I won the national championship NASCAR called in on the T V and, and officially crowned us the national champion and then uh <laughs> we uh, discussed that and had a great conversation. I think the next day we had media day. I, I did like a virtual media day for for that and, and that's when uh you know they they surprised me. I think I was on Sirius XM at the time and uh surprised me with that opportunity and that I had no idea was coming at all, right? And um you know I remember Which, which by the
3: way was the was the full time uh right is that what no, no it was the twelve race the twelve, 12 race. races at the, the beginning race. Got of the it. season yeah they surprised you that's right that's what happened the yep. twelve race
4: uh schedule yeah yep got it I remember um just pro I could tell something was up I was in here and I could tell something was up because somebody <laughs> was filming me <laughs> and yeah. I was like this is weird and uh, somebody was filming me and I, I kind of just got tipped off slightly by that uh-huh. and then uh, they went into it and, and told me that and I remember. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't remember if it was you or Kelly or LW or somebody. I think it was one of you three. Like we get through, and and you know, I, obviously, I, I get a little emotional about it. And I'm not, you know, I'm kind of quiet. I'm not really saying much. And and you look, one of y'all looked at me and was like, well, "You do want to do it, right?" And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I want to do it." You know, just taking this in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, you know, just you know, so that just spirals and takes off. You know, I remember going home and, you know, my, even my wife's like, what? You know, she don't know, right? She's sitting at home. She thinks I'm just out working. And I come yeah. home and she reads, reads the shit on the internet. You know, she's like, what is <laughs> what is this? And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, I thought in that moment I felt like I changed. You know, I felt like my mindset changed. And I said, man, I can, you know, I can do this, yeah. right? I, you, you pull up, first thing you do is you pull up the schedule and you look at the list of races and you're like, man, there's some great opportunities for me in this, like, if yeah, uh, you know, I know I'm gonna have a great team and 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 great race cars, and if I can adapt quickly and, and handle this situation and and um, work through it, you know, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, you know, it was just just a whirlwind experience. Um, you know, it, we didn't even through those twelve races. Like the first couple didn't go great, mm-hmm. right? You you know, mm-hmm. I was still adapting. Maybe they weren't the best you know, racetracks or whatever. We didn't have the best cars that day. But, you know, the first couple races were a struggle. But we saw the potential in it. And then, you know, we went to Martinsville and won. And, I mean, I just
2: feel like that, you know, that moment just kind of just changed my life going forward. That was a really incredible moment. That was a big day. And when you win and race, in in racing, there are so many emotions. Really, really high, really, really low, right? And I have, uh, you know, we've all been around our we've all been around racing and, and experienced so many things all of us uh, but that day was hard to explain mm-hmm. that you know winning that race at Martinsville just a just a race just a yep. race in the middle of the schedule but for you that was the day where if this was going to go further that had to happen yep mm-hmm. And all of the variables at play and all of the odds were against you. You're obviously at a racetrack you feel great about because you've had so much good success at Martinsville and your late model cars. But man, I mean, if you don't win that race, I don't know if we're sitting here.
4: I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it was, uh, you know, it was just that big of a moment, right? I think it, it just, even publicly, it seemed to just take me from like the guy, like who, you know, this guy's like, yeah, he's a cool, good short track racer. You know, this is cool. He's getting this opportunity. He's too old. You know how he's how is he going to do? To you know, whoa! This was a, why was this such a big moment? Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people that uh, even in the media was like. Well, why is this such a big moment to to you and to me and to to junior motorsports and a lot of people that was around it? Why why was this so special? And I think that's when it kind of you know it, it just it just moved the needle for me and and we it kind of got some. You know, it got the momentum going. You know, we were able to attract some more partners to uh, help put together the full season. That was extremely important, obviously. Um, you know, I was able to get a few other opportunities and some other cars here and there to yep. to in the truck series and in the Xfinity series. And, and later on, even as a fill-in in the Cup series a couple times that season, um, you know, it just was able to snowball me into some opportunities so I could, you know, continue gaining experience. And then while we set ourselves up for you know, 2022, which would have been, you know, full-time season.
3: You know, I'll attempt to explain it or what that feeling was. It was validation for both of you guys, not just Josh, but you as well. And it wasn't validation for the previous 365 days. It felt like validation from the previous decade, frankly, because you had been, we've said it before, you had been killing it in the late model series. But as we all know, there were also people that were coming in in the second team and then also going to cup, yeah, right? William Byron, you know, there, there's other people that come, you know, obviously had success on the late model program that you practically built. I know there were other drivers before you. I'm just saying that you took that thing to another level. There was a validation for both of you because I agree. I don't think you unlock those new opportunities without Martinsville. And, yeah. and I felt like Dale also sort of took a gamble because I think you guys are hitting on it. You're not a multi-millionaire bringing all this money. Kevin Barry is not a multi-millionaire, correct? (laughs) Correct. Okay, Hendersonville, Tennessee, not the central uh, hub of the racing universe, correct? Right. So you are one of these guys that actually is is making your way up by merit, and there's not a lot of you these days. In fact. Not a lot. And you were taking gambles on them. The way you did Kozlowski and, and Josh Berry was – and you guys felt validated.
2: Yeah. I – um, you know, I think that's a great point. You – you, uh, there was one part of your life, your career, um, where I could, you know, I could see – I could see the – you know, you were a great mentor for a lot of drivers that came through the late model program. William Byron's a great example of that. Um. You know, we've had several drivers come through there that are actively racing in the trucks and Xfinity and Cup level today, and you influence their dr- racecraft. I mean, you you still influence them today, long after yeah. they have moved on. Um, but I could see in your expression at times, like, why why is this happening for me? Right, yeah. I'm I'm outperforming these guys, and they're 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 the ones getting opportunities. To go to this next level, and why isn't this? What what, what are the what are the things that are missing? And um, I think that's what makes this story even so much, so much more compelling is because when we did get the opportunity to put you in the car for twelve races, there was sort of this: Are we sure we can do this? You know, can we? And then when we got to, we got to the next step of man, we can do a full time year. Is this really happening? You know, right. I mean, I feel like especially in the last three steps that you've taken, like full time Xfinity, now this new opportunity to go to the cup level, there is this sort of sense uh I don't I think you feel it, but I feel it, of I can't believe this is real. Yeah. And it's not is it's it's kind of this feeling about I don't know how to feel because yeah. it doesn't feel like we ever thought this would get to this place. Yeah. I mean it's just
4: this whole process, the whole you know, this whole journey to get here is just so unprecedented kinda. Just how yeah. everything I don't know. I mean, I think it just—it's just so unique. I think just the situation that's you know that that you have you know the in in the last three years and then the time before that, um, you know, I often think about what I could have done different, right? Like I think about that all the time. But you know, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, like I did the right thing because it worked out in my favor. But you know, I, I wonder, like, man, should I have been beating on people's doors trying to drive this truck or that truck or? this extended car, but, you know, I think I just, you know, for one, I felt extremely loyal to you and, and this company and putting in the work and being a part of that program because ultimately it was a, you know, ultimately it was how I made a living too, right? I was an employee of the company. I worked on the late model cars. I was expected to be present there every day and build them. And yes, I was working on my own car mostly in our, in our other cars throughout that program and racing it and all that, but, you know, I, I, that it was almost like, you know, I I was expected, and I know I was expected to do do that, and I just stayed extremely focused on that, and, you know, in time, you're right, you know, there was, there was times for sure that I, that's frustration, you know, that the frustration is, you know, was building, you know, that that built, and and then maybe over that, but, you know, I just never let it, you know, I just never let it bother me. I just felt like I just, I was still so fortunate, to get to be to get to race a late model car, get to race at all these racetracks around here and go race with my buddies and work on my car and, and have so much fun that you know I just you know I didn't you know, I remember days when I never thought I would race a you know anything other than a legend car or or, or on iRacing racing or whatever, yeah. right? And and so I just think it's you know it's unique. It's it, my story is different because it is different, right? And I think sometimes people don't understand that part of it. They're like, "Well, weren't you you know you're a cup driver now weren't you mad when you raced late model cars and we're like but we know because we've done it you know you 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 know we've done it and we know how how rewarding and fun it is racing racing at that level that you know maybe could i have done more to advance that for sure i mean i, I know i could have but at the same time just the effort that i put in and and we all did in that group to, to win all the races we did is what propelled me you know and and helped y'all give me the opportunity in the Xfinity car, and ultimately all that work and all that preparation and racing was what made me prepared to win races yeah. and 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 get here.
2: NASCAR history and heritage come alive at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Celebrate my fellow inductees Donnie Allison, Jimmy Johnson, and Chad Knauss with their class of 2024 artifacts enshrined in the Hall of Honor. Don't miss the Ford Performance Showcase. It's a new Inside NASCAR exhibit that showcases the Ford Mustang's next gen car through its design and innovation. The latest edition of Glory Road explores over 75 years of racing history with its cool 33 degree banking and 19 cars on display. On Mondays and Fridays, there's guided tours that take you behind the scenes with incredible stories and access to a NASCAR Hall of Fame insider. Or you can explore the hall at your own pace. With the new mobile hub, it's a digital experience. Get behind the wheel of a realistic iRacing simulator, or you can learn how fast-paced pit stops work with the Pit Crew Challenge. From the legends who shaped the sport to the new heroes earning a spot in the record books, the NASCAR Hall of Fame delivers an unforgettable experience. Book your visit to the hall today at nascarhall.com.
0: If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or the neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place dalton this probably sounds real familiar to you
1: it does i just bought a house last year and you know you asked uh why can't all this information be in one place well now it is on homes.com they've got everything you need to know about the listing itself but even better they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools and their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history
0: Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com, we've done
2: your homework. You mentioned your age and, and uh that's you know something I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um you know, I, I absolutely get that if you want to capture a young talent or a driver that you think is going to be incredible, right? You want to get him in the house. You want to get him in under the roof as early as possible, probably earlier than before they're even ready to or even developed into a winner or championship. And we've seen this time and time again with William as a good example. When He, he goes into the cup level. He is a talented race car driver, potential Hall of Famer one day, maybe win a championship, maybe a couple championships. He's winning races, having a great year now. But it took him a while to get there, right? It took him a while to learn the ropes and the racecraft and, and Joe Logano almost was given up on at one point in his career, becomes a multi-time champion, right? True Hall of Famer. And but he had that period of time where there was those four or five years, maybe even more, where he developed. Um, and I think that you're a great example of the other side of the coin where your teams can find and hire that turnkey developed ready to go win races driver right out of the gate. And I want to give you a couple of stats. Like for example, dad, do you know how old dad was when he ran his first full time season, 28 years old, even more extreme to that. Harry Gantt. Do you think Harry Gantt had a pretty good cup career? Yeah. <laughs> guy started his first full-time season at 39 years old. And so I think, and and that's a, you know, obviously that that's a different time and a different era, but I think that you will open up a lot of people's eyes with your career and what you do beyond today with that the idea of a guy with all of this experience, all of this local track experience, short track experience, Xfinity experience, that the age you're 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 beyond developed. You don't you know you're not going to get in this four car and need five years to become a winner. You're not going to need four years to become a winner. You're a winner now. You're ready to go win cup races today. I know you won't say that, but I feel that, and I think that that's almost kind of like cheating for the Stewart Haas guys, <laughs> right? To be able to plug a guy in there that's ready to go. I think Priest is also. I know, you know, he's you know struggling to get the results this year, but I think he was a guy they plugged in that had so much racecraft and development, short track racing and just weathered right and and would be able to get in there and when the car is right, get it right to Victory Lane and know exactly what needs to happen. Um, but I, I think that you know it there's I think there's two different ways to do it. You can get that young guy in there. you're gonna spend those years developing him. He's yours but you got to be patient or you can go out there and hire, hire the guy who's turnkey and ready to go. And that's, that's another alternative. And I think you represent that very well. I wanted to ask you about Rodney. So I got to be honest. Um, and I, me and Rodney, I know you know all this, but people out there listening me and Rodney used to run around in my pickup truck. when We were kids. <laughs> I've known him all my life. Um, I wish I'd have known that he was going to be this amazing crew chief because I would assuredly have loved to have worked with him. I'm envious that you're going to get that opportunity. Rodney and you are so similar. Y'all have very similar backgrounds. Rodney was a very talented short track racer, won just about everything he built. Um, He would build his own cars, take them to the racetrack, and kick everybody's butt. And unfortunately for him, his brakes didn't come. He was on the exact same path as you. But he had to make a decision and make a change in his life. And so, y'all's backgrounds are so similar, and I really am excited to see y'all go to the track and work together, um, because I think that, you know, you will understand each other right out of the gate. And I know you probably spent some time with him, and I kind of want to understand, you know, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on your impressions of Rodney. This is a Hall of Famer, one of the best crew chiefs in the garage, um, and now you're you're going to get that opportunity. Because, I mean, this is, when you get to the cup level, it's every part of the puzzle. All of it has to be right. Mm-hmm. You know that. All of it, you know, you got to have the crew chief right on his game. Drivers got to be on his game. Engineers, everything, all the guys in the shop working on the car, everything's got to be perfect. And I think that you check that box absolutely with Rodney, and you're going to get this incredible opportunity. What's your impression of him so far? What have you learned from him? What do you think you you're excited about there
4: yeah i mean obviously it's a tremendous opportunity to have someone like that uh on your side and and working working with you as as you start this full-time cup opportunity right he's um you know I, i've known rodney for a while he's texted we've texted back and forth and talked over the years even when i late model race and he was always supportive of me and and watched the races and what we did and that kind of builds that relationship at a you know there's no um you know it, there's no intention behind that that's just that's just genuine right like he's not reaching out to me and 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 saying these things because i'm going to drive his car next year right he's he's reaching out this is years ago so that begins to build a relationship of trust and respect
2: years back yeah i remember um like when you're out there kicking tail on the cars tour and stuff he he's liking tweets retweeting stuff <laughs> yeah. commenting like this is, a, this, is a, this is a driver right here yeah. so he was a big fan of yours going way back yeah, and just,
4: you know, throughout this whole process, you know, everybody literally almost every single person that that either picks up on what's go, been going on or or whatever and asks about ask about the four or ask if this is happening, they're like, "Was Rodney coming?" and I'm like, <laughs> and, and and that's like the first so that yeah. just shows how big of a piece of the puzzle he's going to be in this. And man, I just I just um I have a tremendous amount of respect for him and just so excited to to work from work with him and learn from him and you know, he's been um you know, he's been pretty involved throughout this process as well. You know, I never will forget one of the, one of the coolest things that happened was, you know, he, he texts me one day and he's like, you know, cause he was kind of, he's just, you know, we're kind of texting back and forth, almost like gossiping. Is this going to happen? Is this going to, you know, I feel good about it. You know, whatever, back and forth. And he said, he texts me one day and he says, man, they kind of called a meeting with our whole group and they, uh, you know, they threw out a, a list of a few drivers. I don't know who the other drivers were, but every single one of them voted for me. Mm. Wow. And I was like, I was like, yes. Wow. Right. Like, you know, that's that. And I think that was big. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that they truly, you know, Rodney's so well respected in that organization that they, you know, they valued his thoughts and that, you know, that group, you know, a lot, there's a lot going to be made up today of like, why me? And and like you said, the age part of it and all, and all that. But I mean, they,
2: they could have had anybody and yeah. they wanted me and that's yeah. and that's why I'm there that is a great feeling because um as a driver, you have to have you have to know for a fact genuinely that not only the crew chief but all those guys that are on that car helping you every week believe in you yeah you know and you know you have that right now right and and you you your your responsibility going forward is to continue to nurture that you know trust and that relationship and prove to those guys why. Why they should believe in you, and it's tough, you know. So I've I've been in situations in my career where that wanes, comes and goes, and it's and it's on you a little bit as a driver, right? To that that sometimes, you know, you struggle with that. What is the responsibility
3: moving forward? I mean, you're obviously going to finish the Xfinity Series uh, season with us, but do you start to work with the SHR guys? Do you and Rodney start developing? Like, what what is the expectation there?
4: Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm really not sure. You know, I think for one, they, you know, not only, you know, I have, you know, the rest of the Xfinity Series season and and that's extremely important to all of us, you know, how that, how that closes out and, and, and winning races and hopefully competing for a championship again, like last year is, is obviously the goal there. So that's important. And then even on their side, I mean, they're, they're finishing their season with a future Hall of Famer NASCAR champion that's retiring, that's still running really well. Mm -hmm. He's not. You know i think they're they're in the top five in points he's could have won a couple races already this year like they're not they're not easing off the throttle at all no. this is a full full commit and um you know so that's so for me i think you know i think it'll be it'll be fun to build a relationship you know i want to come around those guys a little bit you know go see them while i'm at the racetrack you know not make, make myself a stranger but I think it's going to be important to let them close this chapter on, on what they've been doing and, and for me to close this chapter on us. And then in the meantime, you know, do the things I need to do to be ready uh, mentally and physically to, to be a cup driver. And then when the, when this book closes on these two chapters, get ready to get after it. And I think that, you know, the, the expectations are, are going to be there next year. But, you know, for me and, and my message to them is going to be, Hey, our, you know, all our, all our expectations are going to be is our best effort every, yeah. every day, you know, with, with, with every car and every race just to put together our best effort. Cause ultimately I feel like if you, you know, if you, if you put together your best effort, you work hard, you believe in each other, you do the right things, the results will come. And I mean,
2: I'm I mean, I'm living proof of that, yeah. right? I mean, you that's literally how I'm here right now. So th- that's one of the one things that I kind of wanted to touch on is you're on your own. Um, I know that, you know, you've you've got me. you got a lot of people in your corner. Yeah. L.W. is like a brother. Um, Kelly, you've been part of our family for uh, over a decade now. Um, but nobody is holding your hand through this process. And... It's a, I think it's, I want to, I guess I want to commend you a little bit because, or a lot, because you're taking, you're doing something at such a high level with literally, you know, very little, um, very little understanding of, of the territory. You didn't grow up here. You didn't grow up in this cup world. You're, you're, you're discovering and learning and going through these processes for the first time and experiencing and meeting people sometimes for the first time, and it's not too big. Like, the stage is not overwhelming or too big. I know that you don't know how to feel sometimes about how, you know, this is unreal, it's hard to believe, but I'm just so impressed by your ability you know, you talked about having communication and preparing, and what should you do with the four team? You've got this other stuff to do with the Xfinity team. They're running their season. They want to win a championship and they don't want distractions or anything. To, you know, you, you've got to find balance there. But I know that you're actively reaching out to Rodney and those guys and, and Kevin and saying, I, What can I be doing? How can I? How can I be do? What can I be doing to prepare? I want to be ready to go when and when, when you call on me and, and it's it's my turn to step in there. I want to have done everything I could do, and to be that mindful and that um, proactive with everything else happening. I mean, you're you're working out with Josh Wise every week. Your days are filled with meetings and uh, reviews of the last race uh, to pre- prepare for the next race in the Xfinity Series. There's not a minute in the day to spare. Uh, but, and you, but you do not have a traditional su- support system, I would say, in terms of it, it's just really impressive to me that you're able to manage and handle all this and pro- be provoked to think about checking, you know, checking in and making sure that you're, you're doing everything you need to do across the board. It's been a very overwhelming year for you. Filling in for for Chase and those those are incredible opportunities. Absolutely, but so overwhelming, right? No. Could, didn't even have to time. You, you still probably haven't even processed what you did did, did no. this year. No, right? No, no, it was yeah. That that
4: length of time was just a whirlwind. I mean, it was it was just nonstop, right? Yeah. Because they. You know, I, like I said, it was double the amount of meetings and double the amount of SIM and trying to manage everything. Like it, it was a lot and obviously it was a great opportunity and I don't, I'm not shying away from that, yeah. you know, one bit, <laughs> it was but, awesome. but, but, but yeah, it, it was a lot. And then, like I said, knowing, knowing and and trying to manage that the whole time that you know that you're basically auditioning, right? Yeah. Like the impressions that you make on each person at Hendrick Motorsports, um, you know, the job you do, I think that was, that was extremely important to me. I, I wanted to be, obviously I wanted good results on the track, but I wanted to, uh, manage to represent myself well within the company and in those moments. And, and I think that, you know, that was extremely important to me to, you know, to, to leave that and, and have it be a positive experience. And it, I, and I feel like it was, Yeah. so it was, um, you know, it was, uh, it was amazing. And, and like I said, even with that being said, you know, I'm so thankful for them for, for thinking of me and, and giving me that opportunity. And, and even, even after our first race, our first race wasn't, wasn't great by any means. It was, uh, you know, last second deal we had, you know, I had, had no experience in the next gen car. It was kind of a whirlwind, literally no preparation at all. And then, uh, you had an issue with the car, didn't finish well. And they could have easily said, ah, this is something we don't want, you know, we're gonna look somewhere else and they they didn't they gave me an opportunity to to earn it and and you know we wor- we worked extremely hard that week and then and then after that you know we were the result results were pretty good
2: yeah i think you do you got to give um Allen, um jeff gordon and rick uh hendrick yeah. um chackenhouse and all of yeah. them a lot of credit because <clears throat> yeah they they did have a pool of drivers they could have pulled from to try different things um throughout that process. Um, I, but I think that your work ethic and the amount of effort you put into it and being accountable and presentable and available, even while you're trying to run your Xfinity car and also trying to put put a new deal together for your cup, cup career, <laughs> um, you know, it's just incredible how many things you were juggling at the same time. I think you did leave a great impression on them, at least from what I've been told. They were all, you know, loved your effort and, um, you know, you were you – were, always within reach um, yeah. when they needed you and
3: any damn near one
2: yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah he got some great results and they got creative and 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 he was able to you know when when they put him in position he was able to, to finish the job um, which was paramount yeah um, and so but I but I'll, I I speak to that speak I was, I was trying to get you to to talk a little bit about how difficult this has been most people that I know in this sport have a connection to it, right? Have a, have a relationship to it, whether it's kin like me, I came up through my grandfather, my dad, everybody, right. Was mm-hmm. involved in racing. You came from Nashville. You came from Tennessee driving a legends car. You've been on this road, um, to, to the, to get to this very top level. Now you're married, you have a family, that's a support system. That's someone to bounce things off of. But they're just as green at this as you are, right? Mm-hmm. And in navigating this big crazy world of NASCAR in this industry. Help people understand, I guess, you know, what that's been like for you. That you don't have you know, you don't have a you do you don't have a group of handlers, uh people hushering you around to make sure you're on time for this and on time for that. You're I've seen your schedule today. Yeah. You know who's responsible to get you to all those things? <laughs> you. Me. <laughs> um and and I know that that will that will change, and it may change today. There may be people around today that are actually going to be making sure yeah. that you, you know, from Steward house Racing, make sure you're, everything's right. But yeah, up until this point, man, I mean, a lot of we have really asked you to manage all of this, you know. And there's still things today that I don't think people realize that you do. Like you're going to go, you're going to go help us run a, a car store race a Caraway in a couple of weeks on a yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. For a car that we're going to enter in that race yeah <laughs> I call him up I'm like hey man I kind of want to do this man can you can you help me get it done and he's like yeah I can do that I guess and I mean on top of all of the other things that's going on in this guy's world you know and he's got like I said a family and all of those responsibilities to be present and so I just can't believe how much you've been we, we've really we've really stacked a lot on your plate
4: yeah I don't know I think it's you know one thing is I think I don't really know any different. I guess, right? Like it's just kind of <laughs> how it is. I guess I, I don't know how to to word that. You know, for sure, it's been a challenge. Like and like we we touched on the cup and the Xfinity deal. That was that was top of it, right? Trying to manage manage through all that. And yep. obviously, you know, my wife, my family, that you know she can help. But it's uh, you know, it's really just a lot kind of managing. And a lot of times, you have to kind of prioritize what's important to you in this you know, what you're going to do, how you rank your meetings and your, uh, you know, your SIM time or, or, you know, all the different things that, that come along with, with cup racing and Xfinity racing. And I think that, you know, that's one thing that I learned throughout the process of this year was that I'm, I am ready to race a cup car and I am capable of handling that, the grind that it's going to be. And, and, and mentally how, how you have to stay focused and in the game for that long of a season, right? You know how it is. And, and I think to touch on, um, you know, the support system around me, I don't think I feel that way, right? Like, I think, you know, I know that even now going through, if you think when it comes to the, the driver side of things and cup racing, I have three hall of famers that I can, that I'm going to be able to lean on. Right. Yeah. You, I'm going to have you, I'm going to have Kevin Harvick and I'm going to have Tony Stewart. Right. That, that I can lean on whenever I have questions about, you know, anything, you know, my day to day life, my routine, what I need to do, what I need to prioritize. And then, you know, and Kelly and LW have been so good to me, even still just on life thing, you know, business decision, you know, just different things. You know, I, I've reached out to Kelly throughout this process several times and asked her questions about this and what she thought and, 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 um, and utilized her to help. So I don't, I don't feel like I don't have, you know, I don't feel like I'm doing it all myself. Yeah. You know, I think, uh-huh. so that's an important part of it. I think, um, you know, if I can, if the least I can do is be on time to all this stuff. Right. So I feel like I can
2: manage that <laughs> yeah. you know, with everything that's happening. I wonder how much you've been double booked this year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, yeah. I can't think of nothing that really <laughs> yeah. stands out. I mean, <laughs> like I'll, two yeah. meetings happening at once. You're like, which one do I go to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eight.
3: Let me ask something real quick. You know, speaking of all that you have on your schedule today, it started with getting in front of the Junior Motorsports company yeah. mm-hmm. and telling this news. Good news for sure, but still standing in front of the company. Is that easy or hard?
4: It's it's, it's not easy. I feel like – so uh, out of all my day and everything that we've done and the things that I've thought, thought about, I feel like those two were the ones that stuck out to me the most that of – maybe i don't know if I, I don't want to say a level of difficulty but you know just the thought that went into that right i think the it needs for different reasons right you know one i knew that that standing in front of the company today and and doing this um after all this time and you get up there and then you try to prepare for it but you start thinking about all that you think about all the races and all yeah. the times that you know so and then it and i knew that would be an emotional experience for me um you know addressing them like that even though it's not even it's like i said it's not goodbye we still have a lot of racing to do or you know I'm gonna be around here for for months and and months as we finish out the season so you know I knew that was going to be an emotional one uh for maybe a little bit for all of us and then you know the next is like so I leave here I go to Stuart Haas and I'm gonna have to address you know that that, them for the first time um and and it's you know really important to me the first impression that I leave on those guys right I don't want to show up and Look, uh, you know, you can't look intimidated or or I don't want you. Know, I don't want to be too emotional, right? <laughs> like I don't I don't want. So I'm thinking about that and what I'm going to say and the message that uh, I'm going to convey to them has been important, and that's something that I've been thinking a lot the last couple of days. I feel like sitting here and talking to you guys is is just fun, right? It's yeah, a, it's easy so. and fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's natural. But thinking thinking about that stuff is just just important to me because you just want to you you only get a first crack at this once, and you just want to make sure you deliver the the right message.
3: It was not just emotional for you this morning. It was emotional for – there was a lot of grown men in there trying to fight (laughs) back emotions, to be honest with you. I
2: think – to touch on that, just kind of close close the book on that a minute. Um, Junior Motorsports exists, you know, to win races, championships, but mainly we are uh, a bit of a a vessel, right, to get to this top level, right? And we do it with drivers. Uh, My sister told me you'll be the 10th driver to come through our system to make it to cup level. Um, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool. That is something. crew chiefs, countless crew chiefs, engineers, mechanics, over the wall guys, people even up in the office. We get people hired out of our office to bigger, you know, Penske and all these other big teams. And as much as it is, uh, uh sad and tough to lose great people, it's really what we do. Um, it's, it's really why we, why we exist. We are, that's how we are an asset to the industry is we are a place for these, for these folks to get that experience they need to get to that next level. And teams look at us and go, man, that's, they got great employees. They, maybe they got somebody that can fill this role for us. We know we're going to get a quality employee when we look at junior motorsports. And so I, I tell people all the time that when someone is hired out of, the, out of this building to the cup level, it's as good, if not better, for me than winning a race. It's a, it's it's a win. It's a success, and um and I, th- I know a lot of people out there. I see it in my timeline, well he's going to Ford. You know you're losing him out of the out of the, sort of the Hendrick pipeline, if you will. Um, but that's that's the beauty of junior motorsports is that we're we're you know we people can come here, and and have that opportunity to be looked at and to be 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 chosen by anybody in the industry. You know. And um as much as we would have loved to uh you know work with Josh, this is uh this is such an incredible opportunity. I'd love for you to stay here and race Xfinity cars, yeah. but that isn't what what is in your future, right? Yeah. That isn't what you need to be doing. Nor uh, is it
3: the identity of junior motorsports, no. to your point.
2: Yeah. That's not what we do. Yeah. It's keep people back from yeah. reaching their potential. <laughs> <laughs> and so I mean, you know, I I couldn't you know, I can't stress more uh how how much of a win this is for 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 me personally. Um I couldn't I couldn't think of a better position and place for you to go to. I talked about how much I believe in Rodney and how great of a fit I think that's going to be for you. I I honestly, if given the opportunity to pick anybody as your crew chief in the cup level, I wouldn't pick anyone different. Mm, yeah. The other thing is I wanted to ask you about Harvick. So I don't know how Harvick feels, but when I was leaving my car, I had to have, I, I wanted to have a, I wanted to have an understanding of who the driver was that was going into the car. Right. And I developed a relationship um, and with Bowman and and uh, felt really great about that transition and what the job he would do and, um i wonder if harvick has had conversation with you about you know you know giving you advice or or do y'all communicate um as busy as he is and you are do y'all do y'all talk about this yet or is that down the road uh about you know because this is probably it's it's absolutely important to him that rodney is in a good place rodney has the tools the driver that he believes that can do the job and that that team continues to have success he has relationships with all of the people in that car so what's what's the communication been like
4: yeah i mean i think that you know i've communicated with him several times i know that he was a you know he was a advocate for sure of me in this and and, and i think that's that's the part that when when we look at this opportunity and and what i've learned throughout this process is that they they were very intentional in the type of person, the type of racer, the ty- you know, the guy that they wanted to fill the seat because they, you know, the number one goal was to try to keep that, keep that group together and motivated and, and kind of carry on the the legacy that Kevin, Rodney, and all them guys have built. So, you know, Kevin was definitely, I think, a uh, advocate for me mm-hmm. and and was was there and, and you know, we've talked, I talked to him for a while at Sonoma about about that racetrack you know, we're still working through that, right? Like, you know, he's, you know, I, I told, um, yeah, you know, I know I communicated to him that I wanted to, at some point when we got some time to sit down with him and just be like, Hey, what was your, you know, one of the biggest things was just be like, Hey, what, what's your, what was your life day to day? How did it look? You know, what did you, how did you prioritize your, your, your using the SIM or your meetings and, and different things like that, aside from obviously the rate, the driving the race car stuff, right? Like, um, so yeah, we're you know he's going to be a, a great asset for me, I think, and it was really important to him to have have say, and I think you know we'll find out more today um, with him. You know he's going to be involved in some of the stuff we're doing today, and we'll we'll get to hear it from him first firsthand what what his opinion and, and thoughts are going forward to this. But he was uh, you know he he he's been awesome. You know I remember. You know, my first, I remember calling Kevin years ago before I raced the expending cart Richmond, and, and I think that was the first rela- time that uh, um, he was at Junior Motorsports at the time, and I, I, I believe, or I, I'm pretty sure he was, and uh, called him for, like, advice on, on Richmond and going there, and, and we had a really good race. And, you know, ever since then, he's been a you know, super strong advocator for me, and, and you know, it's been, it's been awesome to hear.
3: Hey, Nashville, the Dell Junior Download is coming your way. This week, for a live show presented by Ally, it's this Friday night at the Old Red on Broadway. 8.30 p.m. start. We cannot wait. Of course, there's going to be other things before and after our show. Russell Dickerson, the country singer, will be performing. The venue fills up really early. So get there, enjoy a beer, enjoy Russell Dickerson, and then we'll be on. We're looking forward to it. And thank you, Ally, for inviting
2: us. We will see you Friday night. So when you got up this morning, you got your itinerary, you're going to be... Doing media all day till about six o'clock, talking about this incredible opportunity. First off, I guess how'd you sleep last night?
4: Pretty good, yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, that's something that I've been. That's like, that's like a Josh Wise like thing. Is like working on your sleep and making sure you are getting the <laughs> amount of sleep. Like that's his <laughs> like biggest thing. So that's been like a a, a, a intentional like priority of mine yeah. this season to do that. Um, but yeah, I slept pretty well. Mackenzie, um, come. Come and uh, got got in bed with me at about six o'clock. <laughs> this and what, morning so I was up. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's uh, yeah, it's it's funny. So, but yeah, no, I slept pretty good, man. And, and like I said, I thought uh, taking some. You know, I've been trying to take a little time to myself just to you know collect my thoughts and and think think about everything that's going to happen today and 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 how I want to approach it. But it's exciting, you know. Yeah. It's 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 every emotion that you think it would be right. It's it's exciting. It's uh, you know, maybe maybe a little stressful, maybe emotional um but but all in all it's just it's just a great feeling to 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 do this and and like i said the i think it'll be it'll be great for all of us to get out get this out and and, yeah. and be able to
2: move forward i am excited i'm excited about your day because um obviously you only get hired to race in the cup series the first time one time right this is one mm-hmm. you'll you know you may have contract extensions and other cool announcements and milestones throughout your career. But this first only happens once. And so I'm looking forward to, you know, you being able to, you know, somewhat, you know, enjoy being in this spotlight because of all the hard work and effort that you put into it to get to this moment, it's all paid off and it's all real. And you're getting this incredible opportunity with an insanely good race team. And so, you know, I wonder – I guess I'm just uh, – you know, this, this uh, industry is really insane. You'll win a race. You'll win the Daytona 500, biggest race of the year. And immediately, seven days later, you're back at the no- next racetrack, back mm. to zero, mm. back to trying to work to be a winner again. And this, this day – Will come and go. You'll go back to racing your Xfinity car. Harvick's gonna, Harvick and Rodney are gonna go back to that four car, try to win races, and you're gonna have to, you know, wait patiently for your chance to get behind the wheel of that car and in preseason testing or whenever that may be. Um, so, but this is a, you know, this is a day that I encourage you to to consume, uh, you know, soak it all in, you know, don't be apprehensive to embrace what this day's about. It is. You have worked all these years for this day, right? Mm-hmm. Take it in. You earned it. You deserve it. Uh, I told Harvick when he's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna retire." I was like, "Well, be ready to get your ass celebrated everywhere you go, <laughs> and you better not hold that shit at arm's length because it only happens once. They're not gonna celebrate you the next year. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna go. Hey man, I'd like a redo. Um, I didn't get. I didn't really appreciate that as much as I should have. <laughs> So um <laughs> I'm like, you know, they're going to want to put us they're going to want to shine, shine a light on you. It's going to be a little uncomfortable, but let them shine that light and and embrace it cuz he's earned it and uh, he's earned that opportunity to be celebrated and you've earned this opportunity to be celebrated today. Um and, and I can't wait to hear what Rodney and everybody says about their excitement to to have you come on board. I can't wait to hear Harvick's praise and and and, and appreciation for for you especially Tony I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing Tony's comments and how he sees and envisions this pairing going forward and this you being part of his program uh, going forward that's all going to be such such an exciting thing today so uh, I am proud of you bud thanks for giving Thank us you. a little time today you got yeah. a long day thanks for giving us a little time you're uh, uh, you're a pretty cool dude and and have done such an incredible job. We got more racing to do this year uh, and can't wait to finish this out. Uh, But yeah, Uh, congratulations from all of us here. Thank you. Yeah. From all of us here at Dirty Mo Media and the Dale Junior Download, we're very proud of you. I'm proud of you as a friend and, um, I don't know what this means for our ra- our late model racing. <laughs> You're probably going to go over and help Harvick make his late model really fast. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's the other thing. This, makes things, little, this <laughs> makes things a little. This makes a little tough. But are, uh, are you uh, losing I've, a crew chief? Is I might he'll <laughs> yeah, have but, to come in there in a disguise.
4: That's uh, <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's That's been thrown around a little bit, for sure, driving the 62. <laughs> I know the, the they're excited about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, Dell's losing a late model crew chief here. This is the worst part yeah. of it for you, I guess.
2: He can, he can still come, but he'll have to wear uh, a... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if kind of he kind. can. Yeah.
3: All right, man. Well, you know, Josh is also, like, I think he's the uh, the the, the, the mi- most guest appearances on the Dell Jr. Download in our history. Yeah. So what we need to make sure we do is that when he wins his first race in cup oh, yeah. and everything else... <laughs> We we need to have a shotgun on you, all right? I I say this to Mike Arning and everybody at SHR. Let Josh come here
2: first. Yeah, that's funny. I'm sure we'll have no problem getting him in the studio for that. All right, bud. Have a day. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Man, I'm really excited to have Ally help us bring the guest segment every week. It's one of my favorite parts of the download. We get to talk to so many different people in racing, outside of racing. But everybody that comes in here, I want them to have had a good time. I want them to want to come back. I want them to feel like an ally to Dirty Mo Media. Thank you, Ally, for your continued support of the download and the entire Dirty Mo Media team. Check out, check, check. Check out out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.